Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 X everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have a great guest on the podcast today. We, we have one of my really, really good friends, uh, Brandon Carden. Brandon, what do you think about coming in the studio today? Oh my God, man, it's great. This is wonderful. Yeah. This is a wonderful place. You, do you, do you, and, and I just want to say, I thought John Scaduto was your favorite person in the world, but. I guess I am. <laughs> John Scaduto. Hey, I will tell you that anybody who is in my studio is the, my favorite person. That makes me kind of like Two-Face, right? <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we, we got we got Nerf guns here today. So we're going to have, if somebody says something really wild, we're going to go at each other with Nerf guns. No, I want to just break it down a little bit. Brandon's been on the podcast before, but I think that was just an audio podcast, right? Yes. So Brandon... For those of you who don't know, Brandon's a, a great friend of mine. Um, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, he was a student. I, w- I don't want to say a student of mine, but he was a student at Laley. I knew him real well. He was part of the Explorer program when I was working at the sheriff's office. We become pretty good friends from way back then. And then currently, we, we try to get together on a regular basis as much as we can, at least every mm-hmm. month or two, right? And uh, I'll go grab Brandon. We'll go out, and we end up at all kinds of places. We end up at Hooters, Twin we, Peaks. We get so much trouble. Studying. Yeah, Cosmos Pizza. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Brandon is very, very um, pro-law enforcement. He actually works in law enforcement. We'll keep that kind of on the check. And then he does go to school. He does go to school, actually, at – you're going to uh, – Florida Southwestern State College. Yeah, right Florida. And then – um, I'm going to probably go to FGCU and get my degree, my bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Very good. So he's very well-schooled in this stuff, and he's a big fan, I think, of the show. I don't know if you're a fan, but you're a listener. I'm a, I'm a listener, and <laughs> there are some times when I want to chime in and go, what the heck, man? <laughs> and we do have some kind of some cool things in common because Brandon, Brandon's got family up in Maine. I have family in Maine. Um we're in this law enforcement thing together. We've been doing it a while. And Brandon, um, you know, anything else to add to, to our friendship? Anything else to add to our friendship? I have a lot to add. I don't know about you. Um, I think, uh, you know, knowing you and, and I know I can count on you to come over and just pick me up and take me places if I need you there, you know. Um, just having that along with a lot of other people, but you and you, um, you being one of my friends, that you can just come over and pick me up and we go out. Yeah, and I think it's important. Brandon, for those of you who don't know, Brandon's got cerebral palsy, right? Mm-hmm. And he does not let, I, I, I get the best tickle out of it because he does not let any of that crap bring him down. <laughs> he, does not let, he does not let any of, it, any of that bring him down. He gives, he gives me a lot of strength. So, I, Especially when I was in the Explore program, you, you know, I give 110% in anything I do. Yeah, yeah you do. I, I, more so, more so. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we have some really good stories about Brandon when he was in the Explorer program. I can't really divulge all of them, but <laughs> I think I might have on the podcast before. Is yeah. one time we had Brandon, he was helping out. Are we allowed to? Are we allowed to say it? Is the statute of limitations over? Hey, you're the you're the guilty party, bro. Whatever you feel. So Brandon, one time we had him out keeping an eye at the fair. He was doing security on the back gate. Right. So he was out there keeping an eye, making sure nobody came into the fair for free, I guess, essentially, or people except, had a pass. Him a try, yeah. Know, yeah. Like, jump the fence. Let me in. Let me in. Yeah. Brandon's going to chase him down and, and take him out. Right. So we kind of left Brandon out there for an extended period of time with limited water and food. Uh, so, so Brandon comes back and his face is it's about as red as the shirt he's wearing right now, the 239 uncensored shirt. So we, we we bring him back, and he's got a sunburn from hell. You didn't tell anybody, right? Because we didn't want to, you know, go to... I haven't told anybody yet. But I think the cat out of the bag D- DCF, now. DCF, please. Yeah, don't, I, don't come after us. I think the cat out of the bag Yeah, I, I think we got it. So. But no, the... How, how did the Explorer program when you were when you were younger? How did that impact you, Brandon? How, how was it a positive? Uh, okay, so, or a negative? Oh, it it was all positive. Uh, my mom, my mom was really worried about me. Not not so much worried about me, just wondering how somebody like me in high school was going to find a social group per se because I was in special education. Um, all of my educational career. So she was just, she's like, how, how is he going to cope with high school and these new, you know, all the things that come with high school. So a friend of my, a friend of the family had mentioned that her brother had been in the Explore program way back in the day when it first started. And so she called, uh, our friend called the sheriff's department and she got hooked up with the Explore program, and uh, that's how it all began. In 1992, I started, and I didn't leave until 98. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Now, who do you remember who your who your uh, Explore advisors advisors were at the time? Uh, Explore advisor was Jim Mansberg. Jim Mansberg, who who is now I found out supposedly the head of security out at. Seminole Indian Reservation for the, I guess, casinos and everything. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. He's still uh, in it. Yeah. He's, he's been around for a long time. He's still in it. We used to call it, I don't think he'd mind me saying this, we used to call him the big fat man. <laughs> Jim was old when I started. Was, I mean, <laughs> not really. He's a really nice guy. Hey. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> he could outrun any of us. Yeah. Not, was, not just me, because I'm on crutches, but... <laughs> He could outrun any of us. Uh, that's funny. Now, do you when you were at the at the high school, who who were your deputies at the time? Do you I remember? I had Steve Lloyd. Good guy, right? Yep, Steve really Lloyd. good guy. I also had in middle school. I had Scott Dean. Scott Dean was one of my yeah. advisors, and I was um, I was in the safety patrol. Oh, okay, at, okay. At uh, East Naples Middle School. Okay, that's good. That's good. Safety and patrol. And so, yeah. So, um, yeah, getting my butt kicked. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for school. No, no, no. Come here. No, it's good. So you, I know you mentioned briefly we had a 
a podcast, our last podcast, it was actually two podcasts ago, um, on school shootings and are our kids safe today in school? Give us a little rundown of what it was like in when you went to school because you have this, you have an, a tremendous law enforcement background with your education, different perspectives on different things. Give us a little rundown of how it was back when you were at school and so, did you worry about those? So things? I had, I had a, I have an interesting perspective because I started, I I ended my career in '96 um, with in Lowley High School at Lowley High School. And we never thought anything about that. We never thought that anybody would ever bring something to school. It could have been a possibility, but it was on nobody's radar, right? So then, this is something people don't know. I don't even think you know this. That in, I think it was late 2001, I helped stand up the... Lily High School Criminal Justice Program, and we did a um, we did a mass shooting exercise, school shooting exercise, with the Collier County Sheriff's Office and our students, um, and it was a, it was an eye opener for me because 2001 was a big time that we knew that this could happen now. Yeah, I never thought it could happen back when I was in school, but these kids have to worry about it. Yeah, 1999, I believe, Columbine, correct? Right. April 20th? Mm Mm-hmm. So you would would be safe to say that when you were in high school, things were fairly safe, in check, and for the most part, you didn't have that threat necessarily of the school shooters? I think the biggest thing that we had to worry about was fights. Maybe here and there, some gang tagging, you know, Um, some... You know, some things here and there that, you know, were just little minor things. Drugs, you know, which is still a big thing, but not not like fentanyl or anything like that. We would deal with other ish, other drugs, you know. Yeah, mostly like make, maybe marijuana, marijuana, some some cocaine, cocaine maybe. Yeah. yeah, things like that. I mean, yep. and we know that all these big public schools and even the private schools, let's not let's not kid anybody. There, that stuff's going to be available, right? That's going to oh, yeah. be available. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, today, I mean, when you hear these threats and things that go on, I mean, just a it little, happens. Just a little bit of fentanyl can you know, yeah, wipe end, out. end your life. And, you know, there was, there was experimentation. And we all, you know, a lot of kids experiment, right? But today it's a little different than when you went yeah. to school. When I went to school, now... One time you can die, right? Yeah. So. And wipe out a lot of people. Yep. So yeah. So that that that's real important to know though. But do you think that the school resource officers or back in Collier County, the YRD deputies, do you think they had an impact on the safety of the school? And do you think they still so today? I think I think we ha- I I can't speak for other students. I think we had a I don't want to say better relationship. I think that we knew that they were there for our safety. Um, and I don't know if that's just my perspective being from the Explore program, but I but I think that went throughout the school, that we all knew that they were there for our safety. Whereas today, there's such an anti-police rhetoric out there that maybe that's not so much the case anymore, that we're not, 
were not willing to have that relationship, the students aren't willing to have that relationship, I don't know. Well, I think it bridges that gap, right? So you have a law enforcement officer. And I will tell you that when I worked in the schools, it was one of my favorite jobs, right? That bridging the gap, because I would say that I dealt with probably five or 6% of the kids in a negative way and 95% in a positive way. Right. So it would always be an interaction like, Hey, Brandon, what's going on? Or, Hey, Joe, Hey, Bill, what's happening today? A lot of times, and I, I wasn't running around looking for people to snitch, but a lot of times people would bring me information and say, Hey, deputy, you might want to go down and check on this or, Hey, Johnny's not having a good day. You might want to go check on that. Hey, this happened, that happened, that type of relationship you can't duplicate in any other way. I also think that, like like you said in the last podcast, um, that um, it's building it's building that trust so that the the kids know that you can come to them and you're not you're not going to divulge something that you don't have to divulge. You know you know what I'm saying? Like you there yes, there are things we're gonna have to divulge at, at certain times, but we're not going to just do it, you know, to put their lives at risk or whatever. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, you know, that's that's important. And, you know, just being in the schools, I think, is – I think Collier County, we started our program in 1977. We were, like, one I of the first – I think it was the first one. Yeah, one of the first ones in the state of Florida and throughout the country. Mm -hmm. So we've been really doing this a long time. Believe it or not, when the school deputies started and they wanted to bring in um, under Aubrey Rogers and Sheriff's prior they wanted to bring into this program into the schools the very first thing the school board said we'd love to have you we want you at the schools but guess what you can't have you can't carry a gun, a gun. Mm -hmm. and of course law enforcement stuck <laughs> up and said hey no we're, we're gonna have our guns with us right yep. and now to think that now to think that we have to have guns in our schools and have to have a deputy mm -hmm. while school is in session things have changed right <laughs> it's crazy and i well, I know that you and uh, Shannon talked about this. It's what do you think about, you know, teachers having classrooms? And I think that you bringing a gun, and this is my own personal perspective, is you bringing a gun into the classroom, and you as law enforcement know, even if that house does not have a gun, you're, and you're called, you have that one gun to think about when that one gun to think about when you go to on a call, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the gun that's there with you. So now the teacher's got to worry about all these students and she's got to worry about, or he has to worry about that gun. Where is it at all times? You know, so yeah, it's a I, tough, it's a tough I call. Don't, I don't know, yeah. you know. Well, and I saw a video yesterday. I don't know if you had a chance to see it. There was a, a police officer in the Miami airport was getting he got surrounded and he got a guy in a headlock and people were like all worried about that but it was a situation where this guy was by himself yeah he's out and people are questioning today why he pulled his gun he's like listen this is like i'm, out, I'm outnumbered you yeah know? it's like i got 17 people and i don't know which one's good which one's bad but they're yeah. coming at me yep. if he didn't pull his gun or draw his weapon chances are somebody might have grabbed his gun from him before right and basically he was able to you know, you hate to do that, but he was able to calm that thing down a little bit and, and it bought him some time to get some backup. So mm -hmm. you're right. You, that's another weapon in the school that's being introduced on campus 
could be problematic for law enforcement. And, I, and do, I, do you agree though that training is important? Training is important, and and as you brought out, and Shannon brought out, you don't know law enforcement gets there. They they may not know who the suspects are, and we have a teacher with a gun, and they don't know that teacher, and they may assume that they are the subject. Yeah, it know? could it could end up it could end up bad. Could end up. So let me ask you this a little bit, a little bit lighter. Do you get a chance to listen to the podcast or, or kind of like watch it a little bit? I think, I think you, we've, we've established that, but I, yeah, I've seen Shannon, I've seen you with your little back and forth. Yeah. It's kind of fun. You know, it's kind of fun. And every now and then, you know, we get a little bit crazy. Pop, pop one off on pop, oh. pop one off on. Shoot, shoot me. <laughs> shoot me. This, these are, these are Nerf guns, by the way. It's just like, I think, uh, I think this one's rigged. You got it. You got to pull it back. Pull it back. Pull it back. <laughs> there you go. He pops it, it off. He pops it off. So, yeah, we have Nerf guns. If you say something real silly, this is what you get. That's what you get. There you go. And uh, let me ask you that about silliness, right? So uh-huh. we, we know now that a big saying, right, a big saying is let's go Brandon. Uh-huh. How has your life changed since that? I, I, I love it. I, I love you got the, T-shirts. You got bumper I, I stickers. Get teased, I get I mean, I mean, the political rhetoric that has come from this. But you know, I'm now famous. Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. But you know, it's funny how that all came or, to light. Let's not go, Brandon. Let's. Yeah, yeah. F. Yeah, have F, Joe Biden. Yeah, F Joe Biden. Right. So, but now, but now you got you got your Brandon, right? So now everybody probably goes, let's go, Brandon, or let F Joe Biden oh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of changed a little bit. Now you can actually, it's kind of cool because now you can go buy your own t-shirts. You can go buy your own bumper stickers. Exactly. I don't even have to print my own t-shirts anymore. That's right. That's right. And that's going to be around forever. <laughs> exactly. For, for, I don't know. Forever. I, I, I'm kind of sick of it, but it has, it's cool. It hasn't really cooled down. I mean, people, I that's like one of the oh number one, that's, oh. that's like one of the number one t-shirts you can get. <laughs> exactly. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, and, let's go, Brandon. And I heard that the, the driver, Brandon, last name, escapes me but the driver he's kind of getting tired of it because i guess he can't get he it was supposed to be a the sports announcer on the nascar race heard everybody behind her saying f joe biden yeah so she's she's like look yeah she tried to spin it real quick and say look they're all chanting for you let's go brandon and then now everybody's that's the thing right because everybody's trying to spin that you know we're in such a great situation right now which we're not so the, the the race car driver Brandon, he's like, ah, this really hasn't worked out for me too well. Because <laughs> people aren't really wanting to use me as a, as a sponsor, as a main sponsor. So, yeah, so I know you, you get the chance to listen. What, what's your favorite part of the of the podcast? My favorite part of the podcast is or just... Or the lives. Or just, you know, like when you have, when you have topics that I can identify with, um, sometimes, I mean, like the, the school shooting one. Right. Or... or the the one with John Scaduto. Yeah, you like the gang one. I like the yeah, gang one. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we get a little bit silly. Yeah, I, I love I, I love get I love that that part of it. You like like the liberal side, you the conservative. Oh side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and Shannon's funny because, and I like I like to have her on. We do the lives too because she's like a different world, and I'm trying to figure out her world, and she's trying to figure out my world. Nobody can figure out her world. <laughs> Yeah, my, mo- my, my mother, my, my mother is the same way. We we have arguments about about the marijuana issue all the time. Yeah. Um. What's your thought on that? 
what's my thought on that? Um, I'm going to plead the fifth on that. You don't have to talk about it. I'm, I'm going to, yeah. t- I'm going to, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think it, I think it's good in a way for, for medical, for, for certain legitimate medical, medical, certain medical conditions. Right. Um, do I think it should be legalized? No. I mean, but for legitimate medical purposes. And I think you heard my podcast, obviously, right? So I think personally, I don't have a big problem with it. But what my beef is, is people are going to their doctor and saying, I've got a little anxiety. Yeah, right. Exactly. And give me a card. So if I get stopped, if I want to use, I'm legit now. Exactly. Exactly. It's not, I don't think you should just be like, you know, handing them out like candy candy canes yeah whatever you want to say Uh, it's just it's uh, almost like giving a kid a a license at 16 right and mm -hmm. saying now you can buy beer you're automatically 21 it's the exact same thing to me because i'm having you know some difficulties i mean and i I think there's legitimate reasons for it i mean or uses honestly honestly i think people like myself who have cerebral palsy it might help some people um, granted, because of my position, I can't do it. I would never do it to just jeopardize my career and whatever. But I think for people with spastic cerebral palsy, um, in some in some ways, it it might help. Um, I think that further testing, yeah, some well, further testing has to be done, and we've shown with spite with that with the strain of spider's web that I think we can. Um, do some great things with epilepsy and things like that. Yeah. So, so you're saying there's a medical, and and I will tell you, after a couple beers, um, your your CP does really good. <laughs> the only problem is, is sometimes it's, it's I, I got a little, I got to shuffle around to move you from place to place, you know. So it's, it works out pretty good. But no, Brandon, Brandon is. I will tell you for for, for the record, Brandon is an extremely responsible person, and he's just kind hearted and. You know, always doing the right thing. But I, I, I agree with you. I think the medical thing, I, I think it's definitely legit. When you try to find reasons to, to get a card for yeah. I have, non-reasons, I, have I think anxi- that's a problem. I have anxiety. I have, uh, I have ADHD, so I need this to calm down. Uh, I, I don't think that's legit. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think there are other <laughs> ways to handle handle things like breathing techniques and things like that. Yeah. This could, yeah. With counseling and yeah, because I, cause my big thing is, okay. Yeah. It, it makes you feel better, but really it masks you for a situation. Right. So well, I yeah. think that can be said about a lot of psychotropic, <laughs> yeah. a lot of psychotropic drugs. It just masks the symptoms. Sure. Talking about yeah. things. You need yeah. to, you need to yeah. talk about things. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, Christmas time, right? Mm-hmm. What you got anything planned for Christmas? Um, I've gotten a lot of uh, questions about that. I went up for to my mom's for Thanksgiving, so I don't think I'm going. Oh, okay, anywhere. right. Uh, and during Christmas time, you know, it's like massive snow up in Maine. Yeah, it's rough. And so I I go around um, Thanksgiving because. You might have a light dusting, but I don't have to have spikes on a bottle of <laughs> canes to get through the snow. So. Brandon's gonna get some. Brandon's gonna get like. So what do you put on these oh, things? Oh, what do you oh. put on these? Don't, don't, don't hurt me, man. Yeah, what do you mean? What do you, put, put, put it down. Put it down. <laughs> you get? Do you get like? Uh, you got to get for the snow and ice. You got to get there, special there, sticks. Yeah, there's like little. There, um, 
they're like little spikes on the bottom. So they really have them? Yeah, they're little spikes on the bottom. That they can know, be dangerous, though. I know, I know. That's that's what my mom says. No spikes. <laughs> no spikes for you. No spikes for Brandon. <laughs> uh, no spikes. For, so yeah. So thanks. Uh, Thanksgiving was good. I was in Nashville. I'm gonna probably. Well, I'm gonna be going to New York. So I'm a little bit nervous about that. Because I know right now they're shutting everything down. Yeah, yeah. COVID, yeah. COVID. How's how's COVID impacted you in school and things like that? Are you you've been pretty good? Did you get I, all your stuff? I actually, um, I had to do humanities, intro to humanities okay. online. Okay, and that was not um, because of my learning disability. Um, I have to have certain accommodations, and that does not work as well <laughs> online. Right, so. That was rough. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, you you found ways to to you know get around it and yeah. get through it. Yeah, uh, not around it. I don't think it's a good word. Get get through it, right? Yep. It's a better one. So yeah, so Christmas for me is gonna be good. I get to go up and see my daughter up in New York. Um, I was Thanksgiving. It was with my other daughter in Nashville. So uh, you know it's gonna be gonna be good. I, I'm a little bit concerned of going into New York under these conditions because I'm afraid if I get I'm gonna get stuck. <laughs> I'm gonna be stuck in an apartment somewhere. I won't be able to move. And, you know, if I want to try to get a car to get home, because I don't know if the airlines. That's, are gonna be... that's another issue with going up to Maine during, you know, Christmas time with my mom. I don't know if I can handle it with my family. <laughs> if I got snowed in, I just. You'd be screwed. Yeah. 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 You'd be stuck. Yeah. You can't go nowhere. Can't go, can't go nowhere. Now, a little bit about Christmas, right? So mm-hmm. you you get around, right? You get to work every day. Is it difficult with your CP to get out and do some of the things that you want to do, or are you pretty much over that and you can kind of get around wherever you need to? I have to take public transportation right. to and from work and wherever I go. I also I also am in supported living, so I have a what they call a supported living coach. So she That's comes nice. she comes on Mondays and Fridays and takes me grocery shopping and does we do different things like she brought me today to do yeah, podcast. Nice. So I can't get around. It's just a little tougher because my life has to be scheduled. Right, right. In a mall in in a multitude of ways. Yeah, right, right. So um So we gotta schedule something for when I get back in January. Yep. Yeah, definitely a pickup, go somewhere. Oh yeah. Cosmos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had a good time there last time. So we get this good. But it go, time goes by fast, though. It, it does. Yeah, it does. so we get going. Um, yeah, so a little bit about our friendship, and we're going to talk a little bit about let, – let's let's go talk a little bit about something that is very cool because you asked – you know, we talked about what we're going to discuss today. And you, you're pretty proud of your grandfather, mm-hmm. grandmother. Um, give us a little rundown on on them. And I know they, they live for a lengthy amount of time mm-hmm. in their life, so you've got a lot of time left. My grand, my grandfather lived, I want to say till, I, I want to say till ninety three. My grandmother lived till she was ninety nine. So, yeah, I got a lot. I got a long while to go. You're gonna be around a while. Yeah. Now, a little rundown on your grandfather. My grandfather was a lieutenant colonel in the um, army. He was a, um, he was in the uh, engineer corps, and he fought in. Uh, World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. By Vietnam, he was an advisor to to uh, indigenous forces okay. in Vietnam. Okay, wow. So, yep. yep. And your grandmother? My grandmother was a cryptologist in World War II. Uh, 
She worked at the um, Washington Annex in Washington, D.C., and that's where my grandfather and my grandmother met uh, during the war. Now, when you, you told me that when your grandfather retired as a lieutenant colonel, he came back to Collier County and he couldn't stop working. He what did moved, he do? He moved to, he moved to, Collier, he moved to Collier County in um, 68. Oh, wow. And, year after I was uh, born? Yeah, and the um, interesting thing was the uh, Gulf American Corporation flew them in here. Wow. To look at Golden Gate, which was supposed to be the community of the future. It's close. It was, <laughs> it's close. It was supposed to be the community of the future, but as we can tell, it didn't quite pan out the way they thought it would. <laughs> no, it's beautiful out there. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Green Boulevard used to be the like the landing strip. They used yeah. to bring people in there in Golden Gate City. I lived there yeah. one time. And um, so, so yeah. And my grandfather, once he moved here, he got bored. And my mom, my grandmother was like, yeah, got to get out of the house. You got to do something. So he was a uh, truant officer with um, Collier County Public School System. No kidding. For a number of years. Chasing kids around. Yeah. And he knew Bob Burhans. Okay. Uh, Colonel Bob Burhans. Yeah. And he also knew um, Aubrey Rogers real well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my grandma was like, "You gotta get out of the house. You gotta do something with yourself. Get out, move." So, but the one of the funniest, and I don't know if you know her, Miss Penny Hooper over. At yes, Gabriel's I remember school. Penny Hooper. Yes. Okay, so, so I'm sitting in class one day, and I they call me over the intercom. I'm like, "What the heck did I do wrong? What the heck did I do wrong?" So I, um, they call me, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go down to, to the principal's office, figure this all out. Don't worry. And everybody's like, ooh, Brenda got in trouble. Ooh, Brenda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I go walking down there, and he turned, and her chair's turned, and she's standing up, and she's like, Brenda, I just wanted to call you in here. And my grandfather turned around. Oh. My grandfather's chair turned around. I was like, oh, crap. You scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Nobody likes getting called the principal's office. Exactly. Nobody like, does. I was like, yeah. oh, great. Thanks a lot. Thanks. I really appreciate <laughs> so, this. So, yeah, he had, he had the hookup, but it gave the school administration. Yeah. And I was like, that was either a good thing or a bad thing, especially for my mom and my uncles being the truant officer back in those days. You didn't skip no school, did you, Brandon? <laughs> I did not skip any school. That's for sure. Yeah, just something to keep you on track. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So and 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 to wrap it up, just I just wanted to thank you, uh, you know, for coming down and going on the podcast. Yeah. As we discussed earlier, you're a great friend. I, I, I get a lot from talking with you. You're just a smart, smart I, I call you a kid. So some but you're like getting really people, old some people now. think I'm smart. <laughs> I don't know. Super smart, super <laughs> smart. And I, and I'm real proud of, you know, how you do things, how you get around things. And uh <laughs> Is that I'm, your phone? I'm sorry, yeah. You can crank it off or if you need to answer it. Brandon's got it. There we go. Oh, he rolled away. I, I'm glad we got it. He's rolling back up. Brandon rolled away. He did that last time. He rolled away. I tried not to do this stuff, but it's never Ladies and gentlemen, he pushed away like fast. I mean, did you see how fast you went? You <laughs> oh. oh, 
You roll away. You get, I just oh, got shot in the head. Another one. Another one. Oh. <laughs> Brandon rolled away. But no, in all seriousness, I, I really appreciate your friendship. And I'm glad you got to come down and do the podcast. You're always welcome. And you bring a lot of a good energy to the building, you know, when you come. Uh, and and whenever you have, like, a remote or anything, I'm willing to be there, man. I was, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that when you guys do the soldiers on fishing thing. I'll take a soldier fishing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next time, I want to come with you if you guys do a remote or anything. Yeah, so. yeah, that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely get you in on that because Steve Steve Lloyd runs that show. Yep. So, yeah, it's real good. Yeah, so, again, you mean the world to me. And as soon as we get back, as soon as we get back, we'll, we'll get back up and go out and do something fun. And, you know, you never know where you'll find Brandon and I. I know. We'll be everywhere and everywhere and everywhere. <laughs> Brandon's been in the RV. We, we've kind of done a lot of fun stuff together. You mean the meth lab? No. <laughs> the meth lab. Yeah. No, don't worry about the roll it. Of, the roll of meth lab. We got it all under control. Any any part, parting words for today? Uh, I mean, we've, we've got each other with the guns a couple times. Nerf guns. Any, any words of wisdom? Stay out of trouble, Tim. Don't drink and everybody out there, don't, <laughs> don't drink, drink and drive. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm no. actually going to be in New I York. Was, I wasn't talking about Tim at all. All right, yeah, good. To, to clarify. <laughs> clarify that. Be safe, right? Let's be safe. The yeah. safe the safe holidays, yeah. Uh, me and you have seen too much. Yeah, too no, much it's a carnage. lot. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah. Well, Brandon, I'd like to thank you again for being on the 239 podcast. And, uh, you know, 239, uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond, and we are out! Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.